Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. Today is day 826 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. The past several weeks on Wednesdays, we have been focusing on interpreting current events through a biblical worldview. To establish a biblical worldview, it is important that you also properly understand God's Word. Especially in our Western cultures, we do not fully understand the scriptures from the mindset and the cultures of the authors. In order to help us to have a better understanding of God's Word, I would like to invest the next several weeks reviewing a series of essays from one of today's most prominent Hebrew scholars, Dr. Michael S. Heiser, which was compiled into a book called, I Dare You Not to Bore Me with the Bible. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. I do write a lot for both work and the scripts for this podcast. At some point, I would like to write a novel series that is a Christian space-based theme. With all this writing, while my spelling has improved considerably over the years, I would be lost without a good grammar and spell checker. The grammar checker does have various options depending on the type of writing and the context. This also plays a factor into a book that we usually don't consider needing a grammar or spell checker, which is the Bible. With the numerous translations available today, it may be prudent for us to consider this. So the topic for today's essay is Spell Checking the Bible. The words of the original biblical text cannot always be read with certainty. Genesis chapter 49 verse 10 is a famous example. I want to read three translations to show you the difference. The first one is from the NASB translation. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staffs from between the feet, until Shiloh comes, and to him shall be the obedience of the people. Next from the ESV translation. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staffs between his feet, until tribute comes to him, and to him shall be the obedience of the people. And the last one is from the New Living Translation, or the NLT. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from his descendants, until the coming of the one to whom it belongs, the one whom all nations will honor. These three translations arrived at different conclusions because the Hebrew text itself is somewhat ambiguous. The problem is one word made up by four Hebrew letters, which is translated Shiloh, S-H-I-Y-L-O-H. The NSAB takes these four letters as the spelling of Shiloh, the place where the Ark of the Covenant is kept during the day of the Judges, Samuel, and David. As it is written, this is how the word should be pronounced, but Shiloh is not spelled this way anywhere else in the Hebrew Bible. The odd spelling has led many translators to suspect that Shiloh is not the correct translation. Another problem with translating the word as Shiloh is that the Septuagint, which is a Greek translation of the Hebrew Bible and was produced a few centuries before Christ and often quoted by the New Testament writers, has a different rendering. The Septuagint reads, Until that which is stored away for him comes. The Hebrew text used in the Septuagint translator did not read Shiloh. The Septuagint translator saw one of two things. The four consonants in our problem words could have been divided into two words. Shay-loh, S-H-A-Y-L-O-H. This option would result in the translation, until tribute comes, is brought to him. The ESV reflects this option. One text of our Septuagint translator may have had three consonants instead of four. His Hebrew Bible would read Shiloh, S-H-I-L-O-H. 
Although this is a frequent spelling for Shiloh in the Hebrew Bible, the Septuagint translator did not regard this word as a name place. Instead, he took the word to be a combination of two words, which is translated that which, followed by to him or to whom. The result is typically translated to which to whom it belongs. When the verb he or it comes is added, we get something akin to what the New Living Translation has, which is until the coming of the one to whom it belongs. So let's review this problem word in the three translations. The traditional Hebrew text on the NSAB, Shailo, until Shiloh comes. Next is from the ESV, the Hebrew behind the Septuagint option one is Shailo, until tribute comes to him. And the third from the New Living Translation, which is the Hebrew behind the Septuagint option number two, is Shilo, until the coming of the one to whom it belongs. Both of the possible Septuagint textual readings have a Messianic flavor. They speak of a person, specifically a descendant of Judah, coming to reign, or having a tribute brought to him as a king. While translators don't have to guess about Messianic prophecy in dozens of other places, Genesis chapter 49 verse 10 has kept them guessing for centuries. I realize that this week's essay has been a bit more technical in nature. If you are listening to the podcast, please check out the journal for today at wisdom-trek.com. Next Wisdom Wednesday, we will look at Dr. Heiser's next essay, which is titled, Why Circumcision? Why did God have such a strange right to mark his chosen people? I believe that you'll find this another interesting topic to consider as we build our biblical worldview. Tomorrow we will continue with our three-minute wisdom nugget that will provide you with a bit of wisdom that, if you follow it, will allow you to grow healthier, wealthier, and wiser each day. So encourage your friends and family to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our trek for today. If you'd like to listen to any of the 825 past treks or read the wisdom journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. You can also subscribe to Apple Podcasts and Google Play so that each day's trek is downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend. As I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey. And then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.